0: Dangling after dark with Dick Dangle, episode 447, contains guest host Madeline Ray, modern kissing, DM messages, ancient loving, and an interview with the beautiful Jennifer White. Warning this show is only for adults who like sex. sex. Does your dick hang
1: low? Does it dangle?
2: Hello,
0: everybody, and welcome to episode 447 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome <laughs> to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this episode is the beautiful award nominated content creator and your fetish fantasy come true. She not only grows mushrooms, but mushroom tips. She is the beautiful Madeline Ray. How are you doing?
1: (gasps) (laughs) I feel like I've just been pummeled by a gust of wind by how enthusiastic that intro was. (laughs) I'm windswept.
0: Wow. Okay. That's good. That's good. (laughs) i gotta make sure that sleeves yeah i I need to make sure that you get fired up like i am for these episodes
1: (laughs) you really want that
0: i do i would love to see you on just a caffeine (laughs) sleepless (laughs) bender of madness
1: no oh totally there's a reason we don't do those things anymore (laughs)
0: does it become angry or just absolute crazier than a shit house rat madness
1: yeah yeah incoherent what the fuckery
0: next time perfect good luck good luck so you're saying you won't do it for the show
1: i don't know we'll see
0: Mm, that kind of hurts kind of hurts
1: I'm not saying <laughs> That's that... why I get paid the big bucks. I love I love hurting people.
0: <laughs> that is very true. I'm not saying that there is probably a significant percentage in sales that this show has brought to you over the last year. I'm just saying you may want to take one for the team. That that's it. That's all I'm doing.
1: <laughs> you know what? We're going to have to have a dictangle code. Or or some sort of coat, so I know where they're coming from.
0: (laughs) Oh, that is very true. All right. I dig it. So if you enter dick at (sighs) MadelineRay.com, you will receive 20% off. (laughs) 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 So truly, and I mean this, how are you doing?
1: i am recovering from being a fiery throated demon
0: yeah what was that what was that all about
1: i have no idea wow yeah it was like uh-oh i have a fever uh-oh my throat hurts and then it was like one side and the next day was the other side and then today is like both but very like subdued compared to each individual side <laughs>
0: Wouldn't you just die if uh, you were allergic to mushrooms?
1: I think I'd probably already be dead. Yeah,
0: well, that's true. That, that is very true. <laughs> 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 I picture forget. my
1: gravestone's <laughs> a mushroom.
0: <laughs> Everyone thinks that you were a creator of Mario Brothers. Like, oh, we should take a picture of that. So, <laughs> like, no.
1: Everybody comes and sits on it. That's Woo-hoo! right.
0: <laughs> Hoping to go to... You know, to get warped to Mushroom World, yeah. But you, I'll give you a Mushroom World. Hey, okay now, but you are truly the princess that is in another castle.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, I'm, my hair's pretty long. I could probably let it down. Or something. Don't make it sexier than it needs
0: to be. I'm in shorts. It's not going to get pleasant. <laughs> So I am so glad you asked how I am doing. I am fantastic.
1: (laughs) Didn't even give me a chance. Jesus.
0: Sorry. Well, please go ahead.
1: You know, I was really curious. How the fuck are you doing today?
0: I'm all right. (laughs) So (laughs) that's it. Yeah. I am
1: doing well.
0: I have a lot of things going on in this brain of mine in the way of creativity. Uh, What was that line Mm -hmm. for Blazing Saddles? My mind is a vapor. (laughs) I can't remember how all that line goes. I wish I could remember it. But things are going well. Busy, as always, here at the Dangle Household uh, I'm hoping to have some truly incredible interviews coming up i 've always done good interviews i 'm not going to lie i 'll toot my own horn <laughs> but uh i'm i 'm hoping to secure what may be in the long run the most popular interview i 've ever done so i'm i'm hoping to work through those contract negotiations to make that happen so we 'll see it 'll be if it happens it 'll be uh released in the next say 2 or 3 weeks. Very cool. We're going to we're going to give it a shot. But things are going well. I'm excited to do this show. We have a lot to get through. So for the listeners, not only do you have banter between the beautiful Madeline Ray and myself, we have articles to talk about, but you also get an interview with the beautiful Jennifer White. Now, that name may sound very familiar. It should. I actually interviewed her about five, five and a half months ago, somewhere in that neighborhood. But when I have the opportunity to bring this incredible woman to you, I will do it every time. It was a great night indeed. And we will talk about that at the end of the first half. The interview will be in the second half. It's going to be fantastic. Just like this first half, because you get us uh, every throbbing inch of us well, I guess for you, it might be more pulsating. <clears throat>
1: apparently, this is not the chapstick I need right now. <laughs>
0: I don't know if I should leave this in the main part of the show or do this as a so, blooper at the end of the show because Madeline is really I don't allergic know. to her chapstick.
1: So there are certain chapsticks. If I wear them, I don't know if I inhale them too much, but all of a sudden it gets a catch it and it's like you're gonna cough. Don't even fucking bother trying to talk. You can't breathe.
0: You may want and that to one throw, decided to attack me. You may want to throw that one away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, mom. That- my mommy got me that one
0: (laughs) so i think we should just dive right into some articles what do you think
1: let's do it let's do it all right
0: madeline ray have you ever had a long distance relationship
1: of course who has not in this day and age
0: Well, that actually kind of makes sense. Yeah, with this being a digital age, I would imagine that there are a lot more long-distance relationships because now we can talk to people over the computer and not actually see them face-to-face. So that makes sense. Exactly. But I don't think I really ever had a long-distance, long-distance. I think there was a point I was seeing somebody who lived about an hour away. Mm that was really about it what about you
1: uh states away hours wow yeah
0: and how long did that work
1: for a while okay honestly like it was just like hey you're cool i'm cool like it was good okay
0: what were some of the challenges beyond you know not being able to physically see each other what were some of the challenges of being so far away
1: I mean, it was in the younger years, so there was a little bit of, oh, so who are you going out with? What are you doing? Okay. But that quickly, like, got soothed. Shit wasn't weird. Nobody was doing anything that we didn't agree upon sort of thing. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, it was nice because it wasn't having somebody up my ass, literally, figuratively. (laughs) Like, whenever, because I had just gotten out of a really intense relationship like always together sort of thing and yeah so it was a nice change of pace
0: okay all right i like that was it difficult to bridge the physical part of the relationship shall we say
1: honestly i would put it at like a medium difficulty okay between so i mean we're in the digital age it was fine you know We had pictures and short videos, and we could share things that, you know, what, 15, 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. you'd have to, like, mail a postcard or something. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like it's the...
1: Have the carrier pigeon take it.
0: Right, it's like the Civil War, where you get those writings back and forth. (laughs) My dearest (laughs) Madeline. My heart yearns for your kisses and touches. (laughs) well because you were able to handle that relationship so well this may not necessarily apply to you but (laughs) but there are people is
1: this a florida story
0: Uh, even better it's an asian story oh but there are certain people that have a difficult time with the lack of physical order mm-hmm. when it comes to long distance relationships well thankfully a company has stepped in and this comes oh, good. from <laughs> you say that now uh this is from the com, and this has made its rounds if you are paying attention to such things chinese kissing device with real life silicon lips Oh,
1: my God.
0: As creepy. So from the article, a Chinese tech inventor who has rolled out a new kissing device that allows monogamous Mm -hmm. lovers separated by long distance to virtually smooch using Ah. silicone lips has Internet users divided as many pan the weird contraption as downright Ah. creepy. According to reports, the lips are designed to simulate the pressure, movement, and heat of a lover's lips using sensors, giving users a real-life smooching experience. The device is activated through an app on people's mobile devices. (laughs) So for those who don't know what this looks like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got to find this online. I swear to you. It is, Mm -hmm. it looks like a gigantic cell phone, smartphone holder, and you put your phone in it, and the front of it actually has a pair of lips in a mouth hole, and uh, Ah. you kiss it. So... (laughs)
1: Please. Now you know what? (laughs) Somebody, okay, because it heats up too. Somebody's going to put their PV tip in it and it's going to burn it off.
0: I don't know if it gets that hot. Or should I say? A
1: malfunction will happen.
0: Yeah. It doesn't get that hot. I mean, it doesn't get that. I don't don't think it would get that hot. (laughs) I
1: mean, I mean, I mean.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the fact that oh. it does get warm is kind of weird, but to see it in action where the lips are kind of going rem, rem, is very weird. And then you put your lips on it. No. So you can pretend you're kissing your long-distance relationship partner. you got to find it.
1: Could go, I, I could go in eternity without that sort of... <laughs> Marital aid. <laughs>
0: I, I don't believe that for a second. The, <laughs> the new invention sales at a retail price of thirty-eight dollars.
1: No. Thirty-eight
0: dollars, I would buy it.
1: You know what? I I am still not convinced that you don't put your, your tip in it.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think it's an it's not an open mouth kiss. It is truly just lips. Yet. Yet. Well, at that point, it's a <laughs> flashlight. Let's be honest. <laughs> Chinese buyers who shop on the e-commerce platform Taobao have been snapping up the device at a rate of okay, more Taobao. than 100 a month. Okay, that's not snapping up. 100 a month? No. That's barely noticeable. Let's be honest. According to customer reviews, some are thankful for the chance to simulate an intimate moment with their loved ones. Thank you, technology, wrote one satisfied customer who revealed that he has been in a monogamous relationship with a long-distance girlfriend for years. Uh The founder of the device, who goes by the surname Jiang, said he was inspired to create it while being separated from his long-distance girlfriend for seven years. Seven years. I don't believe he had a girlfriend. Seven years?
1: Uh, yeah, that's that's a long time. But again, what what do they consider long distance? Like you said your yours was an hour. Right. That might be devastating to some people.
0: That is true. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. According to the South China Morning Post, Jiang, or Jiang, I'm not quite sure how that's pronounced, broke up with her. Well, of course, when you make a moving mouth, that's what's going to happen.
1: Just the tip.
0: Just the tip. (laughs) He designed the device so that it can operate only with the consent of both partners. Well, that's nice. It also activates when paired up with one sender and one receiver at a time, so users can't send unwanted kisses to those who are not receptive. Could you imagine being an adult performer, and these are literally on everybody's phone, and it's just mouths moving all day long?
1: Well, just like, you know, you're sleeping, and all of a sudden your phone, like, chirps, and it... And you look over, and the lips are around there just moving and then saying like red rum or <laughs> something. Like it just turns into the plot of a horror movie.
0: You're not wrong.
1: <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> going to happen.
0: Nom, nom, nom. On social uh, media, <laughs> wow. I make that sound to Dahlia D, and she makes the same reaction. On social (laughs) media, people expressed various reactions to it. What's next to do remotely? Yeah. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Of course. Just the tip. You're very close. Nah, (laughs) this for wieners.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can make your own hole in the back, like where the throat, you know, if it's just lips, there's an in-betweener. Right? For your wiener.
0: No, an (laughs) in-betweener for your wiener. (laughs) <laughs> that's the episode title <laughs> it is a genius invention but where's the tongue yeah see now we actually got to get into this this is thank <laughs> you thank you hannibal lecter You're
1: welcome.
0: <laughs> this is where i think this needs to go i think the company that makes the autoblow needs to commandeer this device And make it so a performer can sell the ability to orally gratify a fan for a certain amount of money.
1: Fuck. You have gone too far.
0: I don't know. Make it like a VR experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You better write that shit down. Put it in your notepad. Doodle it. Doodle it.
0: Uh, Luckily, because I have (laughs) said it here, if anyone steals it, it's time stamped. So we are good. No one... If someone (laughs) takes it, I can sue them. So we're good. But yeah, there's so much that you can do with it. Or worse. There is truly so much that you can do with this. This is the beta. This is the beginning of this technology. It's only going to improve. And this is literally leading... Two adult performers having a butthole-shaped opening in a phone attachment that men can stick their ding-dongs in.
1: So now, like, the average Joe is going to be walking around with two phones then, because one's going to be, like, normal phone, and the other's going to be the dirty phone. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this helps all the different phone makers and carriers.
1: Oh, this better be a universal thing, or is it only for what kind of phone?
0: Well, if they're carrying two phones, if you have to buy two phones, oh, okay, it's only okay. going to make money for phone companies. So, But I, I don't think you're wrong in that. I don't think yeah. I would want to use my phone that I'm having sex with, <laughs> literally, as my regular phone. Because what if I get a call that I need to take, like uh, I'm waiting for results from the doctor... I am in the middle of plowing my phone. The phone rings. I take the phone from my dong, put it against my ear, and then the squish leads to fluids exiting the phone and onto my glasses and face.
1: Yeah, you just slapped yourself. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I gave myself a facial.
1: You know, that's some people's dream come true right there.
0: Yeah, I I think you got a point.
1: I I know. You got a point.
0: But this is new technology. This is what makes this world an amazing place. And I think my listeners, if I were to put together a Kickstarter, I think they would really jump on board to help get this designed. Could you imagine? Ah, A blowjob phone. Oh, my. A blow phone. Blow phone. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine the money that let's pull... Some names out of a hat that are considered elite within the industry, um Riley Reed, Abella Danger. could you imagine the money that they would make if they had their lips, vagina, butthole likeness that is on a phone attachment and you could program a movement or a feeling? And people pay to have sex with your parts. And they could kind of watch it v- either VR style or watch it on the phone while they have sex with it.
1: You know, this is one of those has science gone too far questions. <laughs> you know, the the whole didn't or didn't ask if we should or the that mm. line. What is that line?
0: Yeah. We asked if we could. We didn't ask if we should. Something along that line. There you go. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just because you can doesn't mean you should. But Ugh. don't get me wrong, I am fucking
0: that phone. <laughs> if, if I could get like my top 10 on this thing. Oh my gosh. Oh, come on.
1: What if you could like stylize it like MySpace's top 10? There you go. Like, boop, moving them all around there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do her on Monday, this one on Tuesday, nice. them on Thursday.
0: You want to talk about never leaving the house. Holy shit. Okay, well, how would this work <laughs> How would this work for women? Would it be a I a, don't know a quality lesbian performer that uh the attachment a tongue comes out or you know, it it is a uh a clitoral suction device? Possibly I don't know,
1: honestly. It could. I'm sure there are people that would give it the old college try. <laughs> but i don't know like for me personally oh boy i don't think that sort of thing would sell for me mm. because like i need visual touchy connection
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what if the design was it's a dildo but it's like a collapsible cup so it doesn't look like a dick when you're holding the device. But then when you want to use it, it's like.
1: What do you think? You got to blow into the little the, the stick at the top. That's right.
0: <laughs> I think Nike could come up with a design for that because they did the pump <laughs> shoes. Might as well do. The, oh, yeah. Might as well do the uh, pump penis phone attachment. I'm telling you. This, pump up the jams. Pump up the jams. This, this this has know, how could i even put it uh this has bigger applications i think this is just the tip of this iceberg this is the tip of the phone fucking iceberg i'm telling you
1: yeah yes <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> you're lost
1: like you are just like what do i i'm all like holy shit about this i got nothing i got nothing. Except for in 15 years, you're going to be a multimillionaire, and I'm going to be sitting here going, God, I remember talking to him about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
0: share a little bit. I promise.
1: Ah, Just a tip.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Now, before we get to another article, the listeners, I don't believe, realize how much we actually talk or how much I talk with the co-hosts in between recording with them. And we talked quite a bit and we ended up talking about, we may have brought it up briefly on a show, but we were talking about the comments that you get on some of your posts. And you told me like some of these are just magical. And I went, okay, I got to know them. And you thought you had lost them. But you managed...
1: I did. It was a panic attack.
0: Yeah. You managed to save them. And I think we need to go over some of these. I think I need to have you bring some entertainment to me. And, uh, (laughs) you know, because sharing is caring. That's how this relationship works. Mm -hmm. Little give, little take. I am willing to take... What you are about to give me. So uh, (laughs) if you want to give a little lead into this, like where you found them or or where this was done, and uh, we'll go through some of the madness that people talk to you about. Because I actually don't get any of this. I've curated a certain... Uh, follower base that really doesn't Mm -hmm. hit me with this I am totally different than you are and I get that I can't imagine what you (laughs) and performers like yourself go through but um, at some point I think this would be mad entertaining if I were to get it I'm not asking for it but if I do Uh, but uh, so
1: I think he's asking
0: for it no I'm not asking for it come on now Well, there are certain things I'm asking for, but only on my birthday. Um, (laughs) So please, let's go through some comments that have been put on your posts.
1: All right. So, yes, this is from one of my social media accounts. I am going to leave it anonymous just because I don't want to be purposely inundated so we will begin. I think I have ten of them, okay. just like the top ten. Um, this one is from one user over the span of a couple days. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read each line and then yeah. Hi, ma'am. Nice feet. Heart emoji, party face emoji, heart eye emoji.
0: <laughs> is that all one line or just each one of those was a separate post?
1: It was each one of those was a separate post until the emojis those were all in a row gotcha all right
0: all right
1: and this was over a span of like four or five days
0: some people need to work up the courage to say the things they want to say and that's okay
1: (laughs) hi ma'am nice feet (laughs) (laughs) all right next one hi hey hello
0: so creative
1: <laughs> would love to wear your black pantyhose feet madeline
0: oh <laughs> all right i don't think that translated very well or someone forgot uh, either an apostrophe or an and but uh okay I, I see what they're saying
1: hello my lady how are you
0: oh okay very ooh, that's that's very uh, sophisticated i like it
1: my lady <laughs> Here's another one. Mmm, I love your feet with stocking.
0: Oh, just one. St- <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Just one. Just one stocking, or is it S T A L K? Stalking.
1: Oh. <laughs> it is a singular stocking, gotcha. not a stalking. Okay.
0: All right, good, good. <laughs> All
1: right. This one is three different messages sent over, each one is five days apart.
0: Wow. Okay. Slow burn. I like it. Yes.
1: Hello, goddess. Five days later. Hello, goddess. Five days later. Can I worship your feet?
0: Ooh. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, Three more for you. All right. well, Well, hold on. So, do you think they were waiting for a reply or were they just kind of Ah, putting it into the universe and hoping that you would reply by the end like just very passive
1: i i have no idea and this particular platform it is just not wise to answer dms on it anyway in any way shape or form that so true everything just sits and gets deleted afterwards okay you ready i'm ready Hello, how you doing? You love spandex, disco, pants, cunt, busting, spanking, P and B-Walk on Leash? (laughs) Question mark?
0: Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. (laughs) There's
1: a lot.
0: There is a lot. So please, if you would mind slowing that down just a little bit.
1: (laughs) Okay. Hello. How you doing? You love spandex, disco pants, cunt busting, spanking, pee, and be walk on leash? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, first off, the how you doing really bothers me.
1: At least there's me. a comment after it. That's the only one, though.
0: After what, though?
1: The hello, how you doing? Okay. There's a comma. So we like broke that apart, but there's no other punctuation through the rest of it.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I don't picture you being a fan of P or of (laughs) C-busting.
1: I've done cunt-busting clips in the past. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. I haven't done in a while, but, you know, I've done them.
0: So this could be like a fan fan.
1: I don't know. Oh, okay. I have no idea.
0: Have you had a clip where you've been walked on a leash? Yes. So maybe it is. This is someone that knows your back catalog. They know the B-sides. They know the imports. They know everything that Madeline Ray has put out.
1: I I don't know, though. (laughs) I don't think I have any spanking videos. Oh, okay. I don't think. Definitely no pee videos. Right. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Wow, they it started out good. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> and then I'm just going to punch you in the face with as many fetishes as I possibly can.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Alright. Alright, what's what's the next one? They're getting better.
1: You look a mistress.
0: Yes. I can agree. <laughs> you look a mistress.
1: All I could think of when I read that. Was like from way back in the day, Mrs. Swan, Miss Swan, <laughs> from the comedy show.
0: Yeah, from Mad TV.
1: You look like a mistress.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Can you describe oh her? Oh my God.
1: She looked yep. like a mistress. She looked like a mistress.
0: Wow. Oh, God. It could be worse.
1: It could. It definitely could. Yeah. <laughs> you look like my sister. That would be pretty bad.
0: <laughs> that would be best.
1: yeah alright are you ready for the last one ooh
0: okay yes
1: so where are you most ticklish lol anyways I think there's a fake account of yours offering sessions suspiciously low I reported them for you uh,
0: <laughs> okay okay, okay wow this this is almost like good cop bad cop
1: but do you see the problem with this
0: you're gonna have to probably walk me through this because uh, okay it's obviously someone you know fishing for attention but Mm -hmm. i'm i might be missing a finer point so what what is it
1: so the b they didn't tell me the link to the account Oh, so okay. they're just supposed to be heralded as the hero here for okay. reporting it, but not it's a bait technique Okay, that's... to get me to rapidly respond to them because most of us are like, oh, no, a catfish account. Fuck.
0: They, they kind of. Uh, how is it, but it almost makes me feel like they got it in the wrong order.
2: Mm hmm.
0: It was like asking for something and then giving you a reason why you should give it to them instead of saying, hey, I'm a concerned citizen, you're welcome, here is a payment I would like. I don't know which one's worse, but I feel like his idea was worse.
1: When I first read it, I was like, oh no, who would do such a thing? But then there was no follow-up for like, oh, this is the, the criminal account. And I'm like, I'm not DMing you to figure it out. Right. I'm not. And plus, all of my photos are watermarked with my stupid watermark, like, in my chin. Mm, Okay. If anybody is going to catfish me, Mm. try to water or Photoshop that out.
0: Right. I feel that you should have sent this fine, upstanding citizen. (laughs) You should have delivered a thank you of... The largest penis you could possibly find on the internet.
1: Oh my god!
0: And, and you should have sent it. Thank you no. so much. I... Here's something that nobody knows about me, but I think you, being a fan and so kind-hearted, I think you can handle this. Here is the picture of my actual penis. I think that's my gosh. What you should have done. <sighs> <laughs>
1: If it wasn't that particular social media page,
0: Uh, okay, I
1: I would consider it, but I'd get the boot.
0: Sadly, yes. (laughs) Sadly, yes. That's fantastic. Well, I'm sure you have received Stranger, Darker, maybe even more aggressive, but I think the ones (laughs) that you... (laughs) But I think the ones that you have delivered here for the listeners were, that was pretty good. Could you please read the one about the peeing again? They
1: were fought.
0: Yes. <laughs> I, I need the pee one again, please.
1: Hello, how you doing? You love spandex, disco, pants, cunt, busting, spanking, pee, and B walk on leash. <laughs> Question mark.
0: <laughs> it's like freeform rap lyrics. I absolutely love it.
1: <laughs> fetish freestyle
0: oh very nice i like it well here is to better posts in your future i don't know how to mean that but it is
1: <laughs> only time will tell
0: yes exactly uh i i'm so glad i don't see i find all that stuff absolutely hilarious i i don't get too much of it you know, a lot of the stuff I get is, and this was, you know, before the beginning of this year, hey, can you help mm-hmm. me get into the industry? Hey, mm. um, you know, can you invite me to one of your parties? Like, like, do you shoot porn? Mm-hmm. Do you produce porn? You know, just all of the crazy stuff that comes with being associated with adult performers. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't have anyone hopping on my social media going... Hey, disco pants, pee, walk on leash, spanking. You know, I, I don't get that.
1: No, <laughs> well, who knows what the new year will bring you.
0: That is very true. That is very, very <laughs> true. Oh, that is tremendous. Well, do you want to do one more quick story before we talk about the featured dancer that I went to see?
1: Mm, I saw those pictures. I guess we can do another one.
0: So, with this story, it also made the rounds, especially on social media. But it is so fantastic, I have to bring it. And this one is actually also from the New York Post. First Roman dildo discovery shocks archaeologists. Exciting and intriguing. So, from the article, dildo as the Romans do. Funny, fun. <laughs> UK archaeologists were flabbergasted after discovering that a 2,000-year-old quote-unquote sewing tool
2: could potentially
0: be the only known life-size Roman dildo. They detailed the alleged phallic first in the journal Antiquity. Quote, I have to confess, part of me thinks it's kind of self-evident that it is a penis, said Dr. Rob Collins, which almost sounds like a nickname for a penis, an archaeologist at Newcastle University who co-authored the paper. We know ancient Romans and Greeks used sexual implements. This object from Vandolanda could be an example of one. The Caligula-esque Successory mm, wordplay, gotta love it. Was first discovered in Mm -hmm. (laughs) was first discovered in 1992 during an excavation at the Roman fort of Vandolanda. That just that sounds dirty. Archaeologists initially classified the six inch long cylindrical object as an implement for darning the practice of repairing holes in woven fabric using a needle and thread, which modern scientists, (laughs) (laughs) which modern scientists suspect was because they had discovered it alongside shoes and other garments. Upon further examination, 30 years on researchers believed they might have been wide of the mark. Small phallic facsimiles were ubiquitous in ancient Rome, often in mosaic frescoes, and even pendants worn around the neck as tantric totems. However, wouldn't that be great to just have a dick hanging from your neck? Um, However, researchers believe that this doppelwanger come on, New York Post, come on. Oh my gosh, who is this? (laughs) Might have been used for self-pleasuring purposes due to its material and the fact that it's life size and disembodied, which attributes that to make it the first of its kind recovered from ancient Rome. Quote, the size of the phallus And the fact that it was carved from wood raises a number of questions, Collins declared. The case for its sexual use is clear to most observers at first sight. He added, I don't know who entered it into the catalog. Maybe it was somebody uncomfortable with it or didn't think the Romans would do such silly things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Rude. Prude. in addition the tool was smooth at both ends suggesting that the supposed double-headed dildo may have been used over a period of time so when you look at it there is no way on god's green earth can you possibly think <laughs> that this would be used for anything but sexual pleasure
1: maybe they meant the other kind of sewing
0: Oh, sowing some seeds, I I guess. guess, Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Maybe, wink, wink. Also, the whole repairing holes thing, I mean, that tracks too, but just not fabric. Fleshy fabric, however.
0: You're destroying holes at that point, let's be honest. I'm glad they brought up... (laughs) I'm glad they actually brought up the size of it, because when you see it sitting as it's displayed... It's really difficult to figure out its size. So the fact that it's about six inches makes it a little bit more understandable. It most definitely has a head on it. This is most definitely a penis. But to call it a double-headed dildo is completely wrong because it's actually shaped very um, fire cone-esque. I don't know too many people that could take the bottom half of this thing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Maybe they were wacky in the Roman days, they were most do definitely. as the Romans
0: do right. <laughs> as the Romans do now back to the article. Of course, the phallic facsimile might not have been for literal masturbation. Collins wrote that Romans may have employed it as a suggestive pestle to grind ingredients for culinary or medicinal use.
1: I could kind of... She modeled it after her ex-boyfriend. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just mortar, mortar and pestled it with with vigor. To death. To death. And that the phallic shape may have been chosen to imbue these with good luck. Yeah, to actually have anything with a penis on it was very, very good luck in the Roman days. But I love this. It's
1: the same thing in Japan.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah.
1: I have a picture. I will send you if I can find it of the the dick stalactites, the ones that hang from the ceiling. Okay. Might tight. I don't know, but there's there was a cave that I visited that was nothing but giant dick shaped stalactites. Yeah, I think you touched can them see for that. good luck.
0: Uh, <laughs> of, of course, put it in your mouth and butt. You know. <laughs> another possibility per the paper was that the was that the wooden willy was a detachable part of a herm a roman statue comprised of a person's bust and a pillar leading down to their genitals like an x-rated pez dispenser per the study
1: oh my
0: see now i want to design a pez dispenser that Opens up, and you you have to pull the pez out of the head of a penis <laughs> or a vagina that would make
1: sense, but you also have to make it like give it some oomph so it can you can shoot it at your friends and be like, Hey, open your mouth, and like arc it in there
0: that is not a bad idea. <laughs> I, I like the way you think. nailed it <laughs> frisky Romans would rub it to boost their <laughs> This is so strange. Uh (laughs) Frisky Romans would rub it to boost their libido a la a superstitious baseball player touching their lucky bat before play. For one, Collins says he hopes that the artifact is an ancient sex toy. Quote, that is the most exciting and intriguing possibility. The archaeologist gushed. I don't know if gushed is the right word you want to use here. (laughs) (laughs) If that is the case, it would be, to our knowledge, the first Roman dildo that's been encountered from archaeology. Wow. Wow. Pretty cool. That is very, very cool. So please, folks out there, dildo as the Romans do. (laughs) And fashion yourself some sex toys by whittling that branch on a tree in your eye in your backyard Uh, sand it sand it
1: splinters baby splinters
0: sand it oil it you know make it smooth do it right just saying (laughs) don't tell me you're not going to take one of your mushrooms and put it in your butt don't tell me you're not because you are
1: i don't think they'd be firm enough to do that sort of thing they might break off
0: (laughs) (laughs) well that's true yeah that would that would take a lot of lube. I think the in would be easy. The out would be difficult.
1: It, they would need a very strong base where where the cap meets the base, it's, <laughs> it's not very stable. I mean, you risk losing a cap. you go to pool.
0: I, lo- I don't know. I love when you talk mushroom dirty to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See this is why I don't fuck my food because I don't want it stuck in me. Mm.
0: and that's one to grow on. yeah, Wow. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I don't know where we're going from this. I think what we need to do is end this episode. So let's talk a little bit about Jennifer White. First off, thank you to Rick's Cabaret, Ninth and Liberty, downtown Pittsburgh, for the opportunity to speak with this amazing woman. I give her so much credit because not only is her career really taking off, but she's involved in so many different things. And proof of this is when she came to Pittsburgh because she was invited by Rick's Cabaret to be at their booth at what was known as the Pittsburgh Beer Fest. And it is a ton of these microbrews that give you little samples to try and, you know, see if you want to go back to their place of business in the future. It was absolutely packed in downtown Pittsburgh all weekend, and she was there on Saturday before the interview that I did. She talks about it in the interview, but I don't know how... You come into town on a Friday, feature dance, go to bed, get up early, go do a beer fest, and then come back and talk to me and feature dance again. It was just an absolutely sleepless weekend for her. And I wanted to tell her when she walked in because she looked a bit tired. And I wanted to say, listen, if you need to take a nap, you don't have to do this. Yeah like you don't have to do this if you need to take a nap go do it but uh she gave me Mm. what she could in the interview and i can't thank her enough for that and of course we have an amazing time i absolutely adore her she is someone i consider a friend in the industry and uh, hopefully the next time she's in town it's a little bit more relaxing and uh we can Mm. go out and and just kind of hang out so it doesn't feel so important when she's in town. <laughs> but the one thing that I forget every single time I see her, she got on stage and the club was absolutely packed. She starts to do her show and I forget every single time how flexible she is. She has no problem just throwing her legs behind her head and staring you down if you are sitting at the stage. And there was a point where I was on one end of the stage, and there was a big party of guys at the other end. And some were seated, some were standing, and they were just having an absolute blast. And she works her way down to that end of the stage. And at this point, she is in a state of undress. And... She does this great split and then rolls into basically a seated position, throws her legs behind her head, and just starts looking at these guys. And you could audibly hear their jaws hit the floor. (laughs) She could have said, give me your wallet. And there could have been 10 wallets on that stage. It, It was so impressive. And I told her afterwards, I said, I never get tired of seeing how men react to a flexible woman. There's truly something about it that men just, they glaze over and they just totally, like, it <laughs> short circuits their brain. I am one of them. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But uh, it was so fun. To, I've never been with a flexible woman.
1: Ever. Oh. Yeah. I want to fix Time that. Time to change that.
0: Yes. Damn it. But uh, she did an absolutely amazing job, and I have a feeling that she will be back in town again, and you will hear from her again, and it's going to be an absolutely great time. So you know what else was a great time, Madeline Ray? It was what? me what? with you. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, we're we, buddies. Yeah. We're
0: Oh, it's sweet. We have a, a an absolutely horrible audio connection that is going to take me. Months to fix and post. But uh, we made it work. (laughs) Gosh darn it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we did.
0: (laughs) So before we completely lose this audio connection, can you please tell everybody where they can find you online and on social media?
1: You can find me at Twitter.com is Madeline Ray and find me on Instagram, which is miss. Ray, just MS for the miss. And then if you need more, you can go to my website, madelineray.com.
0: Fantastic. As for me, Twitter at the Dick Dangle, Instagram, danglinafterdark. after dark. DanglinafterDark.com is the website. And if you want to email me, dick at com. Fantastic. So, once again, thank you very much, Madeline Ray, for being a part of the show. Please, dear listeners, enjoy my interview with Jennifer White. Please take care of yourselves and each other. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Madeline Ray, Jennifer White, and all of the people that you hear on this show Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. And of course...
1: Dangle on.
0: Tremendous.
1: Mm. Don't worry. Dick will be coming back. Hi, this is Natty O'Reilly and you're listening to Danglin' After Dark with Dick Dangle.
2: Mmm, he's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle.
0: My guest has appeared on this show a few times, with the last time being about five months ago, but I will always have an open spot at the microphone for this amazing woman. She has worked for Jules Jordan, Tushy, Evil Angel, New Biles, Hardex, Bang Bros, and more, and delivers at a level that few can touch. And it doesn't matter if you see her at a gentleman's club, a convention, or in her incredible content, she proves that it only gets better. Please welcome back the beautiful Jennifer White. How are you doing?
2: Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. Hello.
0: (laughs) So before we go off on whatever this is going to be, please tell everybody where they could find you online and on social media like they don't already know because you're awesome.
2: So you can find me on Twitter at Jen White Triple X, Instagram Jen White 2.0, and I mean TikTok, but they hate me over there. Do do they? (laughs) This is like my seventh account. (laughs) Uh, Jen, or leave Jen alone too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, let Jen live.
0: (laughs) So you are in town. Yes. It's not a relaxing trip though. No. Because you literally just returned from the Pittsburgh Beer Fest where you went with Ricks and did the thing with them at their space. How did it go?
2: It was really good. Yeah, everyone was wasted and hilarious. (laughs) And um, yeah, it was pretty packed.
0: Yeah, I heard that they sold quite a few tickets for that. It's yeah. pretty outrageous. When when you see those events where you're highlighted, but you are not the reason that people are there, does it change your energy? And are you a little bit more, um, I don't say sociable, but just kind of off the wall because you know a lot of people are going to be a bit inebriated?
2: Um, I think, yeah, you get a little bit less nervous when people are intoxicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, no, it's chill.
0: Good. Yeah. You did you try anything while you were there?
2: Like alcohol? Yes. Mm-mm. Good I don't for you. Drink anymore.
0: That's what I thought. I wanted to uh wanted to make sure I didn't know if you were like I'm out or if you're like I need to cut down.
2: So. Yeah, no. All done with that. I Good tried for you. uh I went to Hawaii recently and yeah, drank one night and I
0: Regretted it. Completely. (laughs) Right. Well speaking of, they allowed people to drink at AVN, which actually really surprised me. Did you have any strange interactions with the people that may have been a little bit more uh beer muscly?
2: Um, I think so. A lot of them were pretty drunk over there. Pretty tuned
0: up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was so nice to see you at the convention. You looked amazing on the red carpet. How was your convention weekend, considering there were a couple times that I saw you and your line was outrageous?
2: It was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was my first time signing for evil, so to have that, they yeah, they mm-hmm. were making me look good. Thank you,
0: guys, out there. Yeah, for waiting. Oh, you—you you killed it. It was fun because there was one point where I actually walked by and we made eye contact. I, I just kind of did one of those look at all these people, and you're like, I know, <laughs> like <laughs> I can't handle it. The whole time,
2: crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was glad I was able to see you uh, when I did. With that weekend, was it just a convention hangout? chill weekend did you do any content was you know what was your avn week
2: it was jam-packed with mm-hmm. events so uh yeah the signing was every day and then um i actually danced at little darlings oh okay two nights
0: wow very nice yeah how was oh, that
2: it was a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i did it and it was fun
0: yeah was it a good dance experience mm-hmm I'm always amazed at the Vegas clubs and like I didn't realize just how many there were and how many people were actually doing feature sets at them. It it blows my mind and it's really funny when it comes to like the Uber drivers or the taxi drivers and they see you coming out of the convention or they see me coming out of a convention and they're like ah So, what are you doing in there? And I'm like, oh, I'm a podcaster, you know, things like that. And then it just goes off the rails. But they always want to take me to a specific club. Like, they get a kickback. It's really strange. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah. I don't know who to trust anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Now, you also did uh, X3 in Los Angeles. How was that?
2: It was cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, That one was pretty packed, too. Mm -hmm. But uh, that was think their second time doing it but yes. it was my first okay yeah so it was uh besides waiting outline or er, outside in the rain which sucked
0: for for what
2: um sorry that was for the actual award show not the convention
0: oh okay but,
2: but yeah they had the, the line going around the hollywood Palladium, but it was all outdoors oh <laughs> wow
0: oh that stinks yeah <laughs> <laughs> Now, after the convention, you actually started feature dancing and it looks like you managed to do some filming that you teased the last time we talked, actually. You were getting so much accomplished that I feel bad about my own work ethic, I'm not going to lie. Don't feel bad. (laughs) You were uh, talking about your renewed focus on your career and it really seems to be paying off because it just seems like you are getting busier and busier yeah. that's
2: pretty awesome yeah yeah i'm so happy so and, so happy
0: and i'm sure in that the word of this new you for lack of a better term has mm-hmm. has really spread people are really getting it because you know you're in a better place that's yeah. gotta that's gotta be cool
2: yeah the energy you give off is mm-hmm. the energy you receive yeah and i believe that very much so mm-hmm
0: Uh, At the end of 2022, you had so much work that was released. You had scenes for MILF, Girls' Way, Concoction, Mama's Boy, Tough Love X, Adult Time. And in regards to the filming that I was just talking about, you teased a little bit of it on Twitter by saying, My Evil Angel uh, showcase is going to be fucking epic. I know it's early, but what can we expect? And roughly, when can we expect it?
2: Okay, so I got the okay to talk about it. Okay, sweet. Yes. <laughs> so, um, it's four scenes, and it's going to be a gangbang, blowbang, one with Brickzilla, all anal. Okay. And uh, my first double anal.
0: Whoa! So you you wrote. Uh, so tomorrow I'm going to be doing something I've never done before. I'm both extremely excited and super nervous about it. Is that what the, that, that was? was that, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so how did it, beyond the scene, how did it go? Like, was there a, a difference in preparation or was it just a, all right, I, I think we can do this, so let's just hit the floor running.
2: Um, I guess I mentally prepared myself more than usual. Mm. But it uh, it was intense. It was a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will I be doing it again? Probably not. Really? Wow. Very really interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted a first from me, so I gave it to them.
0: And yes, you did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I find it interesting that there are still things that make you super nervous. How many times have you been nervous to do new things on film or just nervous in general about a scene you're doing?
2: I think I get ner- nervous every single time. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. Because you had put out a tweet about almost apologizing for who you are before a scene mm-hmm. starts, where it's like, listen, I'm a little bit more uh, recluse, a little bit more in my head, and then and then I'm good. Is that just how you approach it? Just because that's who you are?
2: I think so, Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When I get anxious or nervous i tend to like dissociate okay and it's so involuntary and i don't i don't know it comes across weird i guess sometimes to people Mm -hmm. so i felt the need to kind of explain it
0: yeah not a bad idea but i think a lot of people understand it because i think everyone has their own process when it comes to doing a scene sure yeah
2: yeah, I'm definitely somewhere else when I first arrive. Places or like, it's it's like overwhelming. Just over what's the word sensory overload. Okay, if that makes sense.
0: So when is the point where you're like, okay, I'm in it. It's like, I is, start
2: talking to people. Okay, mm-hmm. they so kind of bring me back in the moment. All right. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. I think so too. <laughs> Me and my therapist thinks. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's stuff we could talk about afterwards because I feel you on that. You are in and on the cover of Tushy's Mature Anal, which is going to be released in March, but earlier this week in a tweet, you said Dear Universe, was the freckle on my butthole really necessary? Seems sus. Not gonna lie, that doesn't seem very mature. <laughs> is, is, <laughs> oh, that, that is me in a nutshell. <laughs> and I love every minute of it. But I, I won't lie, I've never seen the freckle in question. Do you put makeup on it so it's not visible, or am I just not looking in the right place to see it?
2: I definitely don't cover it up. It's okay. There. Um, you'll see it you'll look out for see, it now see now I have it. to alright <laughs> <laughs> so, <funny. laughs> so somebody tried to like wipe it off the other day oh so that's no a, that's like what triggered the tweet I guess
0: oh no
2: I'm like it's a freckle
1: it doesn't <laughs> go anywhere
0: <laughs> but that was nice of them
2: it was
1: yeah it was. They were very sweet <laughs> about it <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that uh that had to be awkward for totally. everybody in question but that's I, I love that you tweeted it out because in a way it kind of gets it out of your brain yeah yeah the, i'm not gonna lie when you said they tried to wipe it off i i almost had like like a panic attack because i put myself in that situation immediately
2: <laughs> wiped it and then they licked their finger and <laughs> oh my god
0: I'm embarrassed for you. (laughs) So with you being a little bit uh, quieter before a scene starts, how do you prepare, maybe even before you get to set, can you walk me through and walk the listeners through getting ready for a scene?
2: Is it an anal day?
0: We'll say yes. Okay.
2: So get to set... Go right into hair and makeup and get some music going. Usually something pretty chill. Okay. Take some, they call it pretty girl photos after hair and makeup's done. Backtrack. Pick out the outfit first. Mm. Then photos. Then uh, probably a bunch of dialogue going on. A little bit of... um, like the pickup start of the video, and then like right before sex is when I go and do my girly thing. Okay. sure everything's spick and span down there, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then uh, do sex. <laughs> we do the sex. We
0: do the sex. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a pretty involved process. I don't think a lot of people realize how much goes into the scene before you shoot it when it comes to setup and pictures and paperwork and Mm -hmm. all that fun stuff. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So it could be a good couple hours before you actually get into the sex.
2: Hair and makeup alone is like an hour and a half, Hmm. two hours. So, yeah, it's about four hours probably until they say action. Wow. Sometimes, yeah.
0: Goodness gracious. Yeah, that's, I could almost see why you would be a little bit quieter to start a little bit more introspective.
2: Once they say action, that's when the personality comes out. That's when I'm like, oh, okay. I can let it <laughs> <out."> <laughs>
0: I'll know that for the next interview. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> action. action. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> now you also have a scene being released soon for a Diabolic Zero Tolerance production in Interracial Deep Throating Moms Two with Ray Black. And that scene and title does check off a lot of boxes. As your career continues to expand, are there genres that you're really gravitating to and others that you're moving away from or just uh, really aren't into anymore?
2: That's a good question. Um, I think I'm gravitating towards more MILF stuff Mm -hmm. and stepping away from... I think the cuckold fetish okay the way they do it in porn is like extremely degrading and i'm just not into that Mm -hmm. like i want the other person to be having fun too even though they are they love it but it's like i'm being mean to you and i don't like that (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) so it's my own thing but yeah Yeah. those are the two things i think
0: i was talking with a couple of my co-hosts and I came up with an idea, which I'm sure people have done it, but I've, I've put a name to it. It's called fedging, which is female edging, where as they get close to orgasm, I stop. And there's part of me that thinks it would be brilliant because it would definitely be a lane. But there's another part of me that's like, I can't do that because I want to bring them pleasure. And I don't want to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Ah, I'm sorry. All right, let's do this. Let's... I need you to have your orgasm. I feel really bad. So I, I kind of get that when it comes to your cuckold thing because yeah. there are certain things that even when I watch it as a fan, I go, I can't get lost in this because it doesn't have that – connective, okay. intimate element to it. So I feel that. Yeah. Do you think a lot of your own content will gravitate towards that, where it is a little bit more of kind of being in that moment because there is so much porn that is on the extreme edges of all of the different topics that they do?
2: Um. It's, yes, mm. absolutely. I think it's a lot easier to... Be more in the moment when you're doing content, especially over shooting in a scene. Yeah, where someone else is kind of telling you how to be.
0: Right. You know. Yeah. You've had more than 27 major award nominations, with 21 of them being for the AVN Awards. Not uh, many. Be it fan or industry, yeah. And you've had at least one nomination every year for the AVN Awards since 2011 when you were nominated for Best New Starlet. That is some major industry consistency. In a moment of reflection and flattering yourself, how do you believe you've bucked the trend and stayed so popular and, for lack of a better term, relevant in an industry always looking for the next big thing?
2: Wow. I'd say that it's that I stri- strive to be authentic mm-hmm. on film, as I possibly can be. And I think that translates into people loving me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the only reason I could honestly pinpoint why I've been successful for so long. Mm-hmm. I have no clue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you saying you have, uh, what, what are they, imposter syndrome?
2: I guess. Yeah. No,
0: don't, don't have that. Don't you're amazing.
2: My fans hype me up a lot and I'm starting to believe them. So
0: good. As you should, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, the gentleman from quick and dirty media, he is so angry cause he found out through a post of mine that you were here. He's like, am I going to drive two hours to see her? Can I make it happen? And I'm like, just come down. <laughs> and he couldn't make it happen. So yeah, well, figure something out because he is just like she is like, ah, like yeah, I, I get it I did film
2: like a little clip for him
0: oh something. that would be adorable yeah. yeah we'll come up with something okay. for as long as I've known you you've always had long dark hair have you ever changed your look while being in the industry and do you think of it now as kind of your look as your, your iconic look and you probably can't change it
2: I have changed it once. Uh, I shot in Tokyo for ten days. Wow! And they wanted me blonde out there. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. So I was blonde for ten days.
0: <laughs> 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 did you did you blonde here or blonde there? Uh, here. Okay. And
2: then one over there.
0: Wow. Why did they want you blonde? I Is that just love
2: the different? cultures and just
0: mm. the blonde hair blue eyes interesting i've been told by people that uh, me being redheaded that if i went over there they will love you. yeah it would be kind of yes. kind of nutty mm-hmm. like maybe i'll go <laughs> <laughs> it'd be neat to get that kind of attention usually i just get called names in america now, you know how this works. We've kind of touched on some of it when it comes to earlier questions. I want to ask you some questions based on some of your Twitter posts recently. Are you ready? Yes. All right. I love this first. I love your Twitter. I know I said it the last time that we talked because there is the the beautiful model stuff. There's the dirty stuff. But then there's parts of your personality and you really... Uh, opening up to the people on your Twitter, and and I love it. I think you have one of the best Twitters in the game. I won't lie to you. Wow. (laughs) You wrote if you knew me before my 20s, you didn't actually know me. That was season one me. (laughs) We were severely underfunded and the writers were going through a lot. (laughs) I feel that. That is just an absolutely fantastic tweet. I think a lot of people can say that as they've gotten older. (laughs) But it shows a lot of understanding and growth. And I'm sure feeling that kind of makes life a little bit easier, and you're not only more forgiving with yourself, but probably others.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I think so. Yes, I like that one a lot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think you are an untapped resource when it comes to some of the things you write, let alone, you know, being shot. I, I think I think someone needs to buy into this somehow. I don't know how. I'll come up with something, but we got to get... Get this. You, you need your own podcast, is what you need. Like, you have the time, but totally. I, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think it would do you well. The next one mm-hmm. I want to bring up you wrote, Spooning Leads to Sporking. I, I, <laughs> Uh, I don't have a question. Uh, that's just good comedy. And that really is. I enjoyed that one immensely.
2: So for that one, it was actually, I saw it on TikTok, but it was spooning leads to forking. And I'm mm. like, nope, got to change that.
0: Yeah, that means someone didn't know what a spork was. Exactly. And that hurts. <laughs> <It> hurts. <laughs> this one I find very interesting. Uh, end of January, you wrote... Men are significantly better at eating pussy. There is hope for humanity. (laughs) Uh, Why do you believe this is true?
2: Observation.
0: No, no, like, like, or should I say, why do you believe this is happening? Why do you think men are getting better?
2: Mm. Hmm. I'm not quite sure, but it might be because... Women are being more vocal about how shitty men were at eating pussy.
0: <laughs> okay. All right.
2: So they're like, no. I gotta show them.
0: Yeah. You know? Like uh, here. Yes. Damn it.
2: Just ask questions. <laughs> right. Yes.
0: It's called a clitoris. <laughs>
2: Welcome. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> the next one I would like to ask you about. You wrote Ask before you touch. It's not that hard. And it makes a world of difference in how you come across to a person. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Because of your work, this is sadly prevalent, especially at conventions. How do you handle those moments? Because I've talked to many different performers, and they all have their own way of dealing with someone that uh, is is being a little bit inappropriate.
2: Sure. Um, I mean, honestly... People are, for the most part, pretty well behaved. But if they are gonna start grabbing, you know, without asking first, then I'll just tell them, you know, to ask. Yeah, not hard. Right. I'm not gonna be rude about it. Okay. Because the second you start to give attitude, that that things can get scary. True. True. But uh, a lot of the time, I I ignore it. So I shouldn't do that. That's kind of why the tweet came
0: about. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I almost feel like there needs to be signs posted at conventions where that because it's in the terms of behavior when it comes to a convention, but no one sees it, especially fans. They just kind of get tickets and go. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like there needs to be placards that have signs on it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, not to turn you into zoo animals, but sure. you know, in a way to be a little bit more understanding. Mm-hmm.
2: My solution is to tweet about it. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's passive aggressive, but it gets the point across. Totally. (laughs) Because I know people that will scold Mm -hmm. the the fans. Right. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. So, yeah, I I get it.
2: It happens more like on stage, more so than at conventions.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Um, People see an ass in their face and they think they can smack it
0: ah right problem. right okay don't don't smack asses when not told to yeah
2: when consent is not there do yes. not smack the ass but yes. if you do i will probably let you do it because that's just how i am right <laughs> so don't do it hard
0: <laughs> oh yeah boy do i got stories but that's for another time your next tweet i really enjoyed when Uber drivers ask what I do for a living, I like to come up with different professions. Uh, today, I'm a veterinarian. Yesterday, I was a stylist. What should I be tomorrow? I'm very surprised at how many cab drivers and rideshare drivers ask very specific questions and personal questions. Mm-hmm. It's kind of strange. I never know how to answer that, and I'm not you. You know, it's really crazy. All-putting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever come up with, like, truly off-the-wall things just to end the conversation before it starts? Like, uh, I'm about to burn down my cheating husband's house, so don't leave when you drop me off.
2: Well, now you're giving me ideas. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> you know, maybe you could use that and maybe, like, carry a, one of those portable red gas cans with you that you can like turn into a purse or something like make it a thing I think it could be a lot of fun
2: oh my god I just saw something where someone was at uh fashion week or something like that and they were carrying around it was in the shape of a body but it was a bag oh tremendous (laughs) So I'm gonna get that
0: there you go uh another thing that you can use is a hockey equipment bag because You can kind of, depending on its design, wear it like a backpack, and you could definitely put a dismembered body in this thing. They're monstrous. It's like
2: a basketball with some tape around it.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, carry a bowling bag, bowling ball bag around. like, like <laughs> my, my ex-husband's head.
2: No, but when I do have my heavy ass suitcase, they always ask, what's in here? And
0: right. My ex. Yeah. I'm telling <laughs> you, you should just really mess with them. Because if they're going to get personal, they're going to hear some stuff. Yes, I
2: love it. They
0: don't I, need to hear. I totally love that. <laughs> <laughs> now, the last tweet I would like to ask you about. You wrote, What I miss is having friendships with people who don't just want to fuck me or have me help them uh, get into the industry. People who genuinely... Uh, want to get together and hang out, do fun things, and get to know each other on a deeper level. No content, no porn, no social media, just two humans connecting. And I feel targeted, and this interview is over. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, As an adult, it becomes unnecessarily difficult to make and maintain friendships, but adult performers are on a whole different level with it. Do you think there's a way to try and reverse this trend? Like, I actually think it's almost worth it to have a like a non-content get together where you can have those moments and just hang out as regular people.
2: Mm-hmm. It's tough, mm-hmm. especially. I mean, just making friends within the industry is tough. Yeah. So to then, I don't know. It's like. That
0: one I am still working on. Yeah, well, I am here for you. So if you need to uh, FaceTime or Skype or Zoom or something, mm-hmm. just hang out. I am more than here for it. Cool. Yes. That. Yeah, I was hoping because you're you're here for beer fest, we couldn't hang out, but I was hoping to get dinner and stuff like that. So the next time you're in town, we we won't do any recording. We'll we'll just get dinner and and have some laughs and. Uh, Cool. make it a thing. I love making friends. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I
2: love that. Yeah. I appreciate
0: it. it. I mean, I'm really hard not to fall in love with. I'm just saying. Oh, you, no, you, you stop. Love <laughs> <laughs> so, the last question I'm going to ask you, what does the rest of 2023 have in store for you now that you have your showcase out of the way? Is it going to be conventions? continue content do you have any other projects you want to get into more vacations because that's actually something i wanted to ask you went to maui uh i love maui that was my oh, big i was up in uh, mm-hmm. Poli, mm-hmm. which is just an absolutely beautiful location did you do content while you were out there um kind of more yeah. social
2: media than okay content. i gotcha because the uh couple uh, they published our content actually mm-hmm but um, it was a mix. It was a mix. I really wanted to relax out there. It's like, that was my time. It yeah. my birthday week.
0: Right. And happy belated birthday, by the way. Yeah, it's got to be difficult because you think to yourself, all right, I just, I went to two conventions, I feature danced, I shot a showcase, I just want to unwind. And you get to the beach and you're like, this is a great place to take some pictures right? or shoot some content. It, it's got to be so tough to turn that <laughs> off. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. But I did a pretty good job of balancing. Mm-hmm. Went whale watching, which was so cool.
0: Awesome. Have you ever been? I, when I was there, they uh, they weren't in the area yet. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. It was so cool.
0: So you yeah. actually got to see some, because I've had family members go and see nothing.
2: The guy said that it was the best one that they've had in almost three years. No kidding. He said, do not do it again. You'll be disappointed. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it was amazing. They like lift their... Uh, fins out of the water and with mm. their eyeball to like look at you, and whoa, so close to the boat, so close.
0: That's right. Close. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you don't realize just how big they are until they are there.
2: It's crazy. Uh, yeah. They almost when they get close to the surface, they almost look shiny, like metallic.
0: Oh, neat. Kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you take a bunch of pictures of it, or are you someone that you just kind of wanted to be in the moment? A
2: uh, video. Okay. The whole time.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. Are you someone that uh, I'm asking you a bunch of questions because I, you know, we're connecting on a Maui level. Yeah. Uh, are you someone that buys souvenirs and things, or is it just pictures and you're good?
2: Mostly pictures, mm-hmm. and then um, maybe one thing for my stepdaughter, and then
0: that's about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. So back to the original question: What does this year have in store?
2: Okay. Oh my goodness! So. Um, I anticipate actually winning some awards.
0: Damn straight. (laughs) Yes.
2: Because I earned it. I want them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I haven't really pushed for it at all in Mm -hmm. years. So, like, that's what's going to be happening. Just lots of shooting for big companies. And I already have, like, three browser scenes under my belt. It's only February. Yeah. You got another one coming up, uh, some stuff for Vixen, I hope is going to happen. Um, yeah, lots of content, lots of professional shoots, lots of feature dancing. No sleep for me. No sleep, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I will end with this uh, a little while ago. You tweeted out, I've never been happier with life than I am right now. So incredibly grateful I'm incredibly grateful to be able to hang out with you every single time I do. I know you're going to blow it up this year, even more than you already have. It's always such a joy to see you. So. Thank you so much. Thank so you. Good to see you. Yes. It's so so nice to hang out with you. you. So one more time, let everyone know where they can find you online and on social media, and don't butcher it this time.
2: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Right. <laughs> so you can find me on Twitter at Jen Moit XXX, Instagram Jen Moit 2.0, tiktok let jen live too <laughs> 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 and OnlyFans fans at jennifer white
0: fantastic well i can't wait to see you on stage and uh thanks again
2: thank you so much yeah